0: Hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey.
1: Welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strucker. And today I'm with Heather McMahon. Hey girl! Hi! Oh my god. So I'm in your apartment, first of all. Like yeah. I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> I really am. Thank you for coming over. Um, oh my god. Thank you for having me. We are now officially best friends. We really are. I'm
0: never, ever going to stop texting you. Oh, please don't. (laughs) You know what? It's so hard to make friends in New York. You know it's hard.
1: Girl, well, the thing is, it's hard to make friends, but I also feel like, I don't know, I don't want friends because I'm such a loner, but I want you as a friend. I
0: want you as a friend as well. Oh, I am so in. Well, also because I feel like we have the same titty size, so you and I could, like, maybe swap tops. (laughs) Your shoulders aren't as broad as mine, but you have, like, I feel like we could, you know... Share secrets. <laughs> so, the last time I had you on the podcast, my God, it was like
1: when I first launched Taste of Taylor. And yes. it was actually before I was with Dear Media. And then I interviewed you. Well, first of all, we had this really weird internet exchange. We did. <laughs>
0: Which is you so bizarre. It. Don't make me tell. It. Okay, you so tell. Basically, I was doing this thing called Britney 911, and it went viral. And then you talked about me on your show. Yes. And you thought, you were like saying, you were giving me kudos and saying how funny it was, but you didn't know who I was, and you thought I was 40 years old with like multiple <laughs> children. Because you were driving a Jaguar, yeah. and we're in a huge
1: house. Yes. I just assumed you must have been established and successful. Right. It really said more about how insecure I was about my own self. And I was like, I will be her someday. She will be my role model. And then I found out you were
0: younger than me. <laughs> yes and i was just living at home with my mother and driving her car to the country club every day to get drunk on her tab huh. yeah the life the life <laughs> so then you i was in new york and you were like come on my show and then we just hit it off and like lol and we cried and we had a moment and we've been shooketh since it, but you but ever since then you've been so goddamn busy it was like i feel like i grabbed you right as like the roller coaster started it's been wild like i sat around for the last three years twiddling my thumbs like what the fuck am i gonna do with my life i'm gonna give it comedy and then all of a sudden right when you think you're about to throw it all in yep the lord brings you back on stage (laughs) and says bitch you're not done so honey we have a lot to
1: talk about But before we get into anything i'm gonna do the annoying thing that i always do every time i see you and you're always like shut the fuck up but for real i've talked about this on my radio show i've talked about this on this podcast yeah Jackie O's wedding when I got fucking hammer wasted and you and Italian Stallion had a front row fucking seat to a fight between me and Taylor. I need to know. I didn't see the fight. I, okay, so I, so you know when you're drunk yeah. and you're in college, because that's how I was behaving, right. and the next morning you don't remember what you said, what you did, and all you have to go off of is like your partner's pissed off perspective on everything? Yes. That, that's been my life. So, in my mind, the wedding came to a screeching halt. I threw Chanel bag on the ground in front of everybody. We got in an enormous fight. She stormed off and you guys bore witness to it like tay was like heather is never going to want
0: to talk to you ever." <laughs> i didn't see any of this this is why the next day when you texted me i just knew you were drunk oh. i was feeling myself like i was having a good time i didn't know that you guys had gotten in a fight oh my god i was hitting like the fucking crab claw line you know what i mean <laughs> i was at the seafood tower just trying to throw as many shrimp cocktails in my purse as i could and literally, I just came back and then I, your tailor was looking for you. And then Jeff, I couldn't find Jeff because he was like having diarrhea in the bathroom. <laughs> And then I was just like, okay. Like I, I, So when you left Thank and texted God. me the next day, I had no idea what had happened. So this, you're in the clear. In my mind, I thought I sat at the table and cried in front of you and Jeff and no. then flirted with a bunch of guys and then left. I think you did say like, that dude's hot. And I was like, he is hot. I just, <laughs> but I say that in front of Jeff all the time. So you're good. I like to keep him on his toes. I
1: was like, literally like, they're going to think I'm like this slutty, like pretend lesbian.
0: <laughs> well, I already think voice. that. So if you think that this, this trip to the wedding made me it's change that change. point of view. For you, Shit. yeah. Okay, do you hear that, Taylor Donahue? Yeah,
1: dude, Heather, she shamed me for so long. I I had to change my entire lifestyle
0: after that wedding. I had to cut back on drinking during the week. And nothing's worse than <laughs> when somebody says you can't drink on a Wednesday. You're like, honestly, honestly, I don't need you in my life. <laughs> Alcohol or the love of my life. Alcohol or the love of my life. The problem is for me, I. I truly, this is, this really goes back to my dad. My dad and I are built the same way. We're like, my dad was such a dense guy. It takes so much alcohol for me to get like super fucked up. Yes. That I, but if I have like one glass of Chardonnay, I like get that tingle and I feel good. So for me, I just don't black out anymore. Like, I mean, knock on wood. Ugh. But like, I could go to weddings, drink Jaeger all fucking night and I don't even drink Jaeger. And I still would be able to drive a school bus full of children. home. <laughs> so it's kind of, it's like kind of gotten to the point for me. There's days where I'm like, what is it worth? It's not worth me going out and having a dirty martini on a Tuesday right? because I'll still feel like shit and I won't even get drunk but if I go and have like one glass of Pinot Noir at like a fancy wine bar I'll literally come home and take my top off and like give Jeff a hand job. weird. Have you and Jeff ever had a fight where like he gets to change something in your
1: like schedule your life? Like have you ever fucked up that bad? Or is that normally like your job with Jeff? Because I'm like the dude in my relationship. I feel like the guy I'm always in trouble I never know why I'm always saying I'm sorry but this is like weird for me because I've always been the girl doing that and manipulating a man.
0: Right. So being the man fucking sucks. You know what's interesting Jeff and I are finding this new like rhythm because we're living together. I mean we've been together nine years and this is the first time we're really truly living together. Fuck really. That's yeah. so true. I because didn't think we were of that. Because we are long distance for Yeah forever. And um, it's funny that like he is so non-traditional and he loves that I'm on the road and he loves I'm doing comedy but there are little things about him where he wants a little bit of a traditional wife and the other day like I didn't put money on the laundry card because you know that's what you do in New York you have to put money on the laundry card that's the worst he came in the house and he was like I mean what have you been contributing I fucking flipped as soon as the words came out of his mouth I could see the fear in his eyes because he was like I didn't that's not what I meant to say and I was like you motherfucker like I went nuts I was like I'm not your wife I'm not here to cook and clean I'm a fucking boss lady bitch fuck yeah i don't know how to make casseroles and then we had that moment he's like i'm so sorry you're right i just got frustrated that i had to go down in the basement and i know he was hot and sweaty in this basement apartment like doing the laundry i was like you know what i would have said the same thing to you totally so I, it's just interesting like i had to, i told you i had to go grocery shopping yesterday and like i cooked him a meal he doesn't expect me to cook because i'm a terrible cook but i just like wanted to like i've been on the road i was like i want to make him feel special and it wasn't edible and he pretended to like it And i was just like i'm just not a great wife what did you cook again i I made mean. <laughs> i want the audience to know so we're trying to lose weight i made like knock off like healthy versions of like the pf Chang's lettuce wrap. <laughs> you know the chicken lettuce wraps they're and good. They were, how are yours Jeff said they were good to me. It was too sesame, too much sesame oil. It's very oily. (laughs) Nothing healthy about it. Do you cook? Um, I'm actually a pretty decent cook. Great, but when I cook, it's like it's
1: healthy. It's like it's it's bland. Yeah. So in my mind, it's delicious. But I mean, I think Taylor just like puts a lot of salt in it for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I, I mean, I, God, I'm at a point now. So we're also on a major diet, and by we're, I mean me. Right,
0: right, (laughs) right.
1: Because she. Is so tall and skinny. I'm telling you, like, another thing that I didn't anticipate being a lesbian, being, like, not jealous about other people wanting your partner, being actually physically jealous of your partner. Right. That's a real mind fuck. Yeah. You know that fucking friend you had in high school or college, and it was like all the boys liked her, everyone looked at
0: her, and she drank regular Coke. Like, never Diet Coke. She drank full sugar, full carb Coke, and you were, like, six a day, and you're like... What the fuck is wrong with you? And then she's like, can I borrow
1: your jumpsuit? And you're like, if it fits you. Yeah. And then it fits her like a glove. Yeah. Like she's goddamn Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of which, Kylie Jenner, did you see the thing for the, um, for the skim? Is it called skim? Skim? Yes, skims. Skims. And she was talking about what she's insecure about. And she was like, um, what I love, uh, my heights. And sometimes I'm insecure about my broad shoulders. It made me think of you. And I was wondering if you had seen that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) him again sometimes i'm insecure about
0: my broad shoulders
1: that's what kendall or kendall 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 said kendall Kendall. no you you
0: don't have broad shoulders sometimes You know what? If you have broad shoulders and then an apple-shaped waist like me, then you can like call and bitch. But I'm sorry, bitch. <laughs> you don't have an ounce of fat on you.
1: No, Taylor one time borrowed my jumpsuit, and it really um it was like you know the things you buy that you're like when I look like it right. will fit
0: this way. Uh-huh. Everything in my closet.
1: Literally. Yeah. So she is a constant reminder of like how it will never fit and or be. So that's also very fun. But no, I mean I'm trying to lose weight, and I'm now I'm at a point where I'm like if the scale will just stop going up.
0: Maybe right. that would be like a great thing. Yeah, I just need it to not um, like screech every time I get on it. I mean, <laughs> I'm at my full-blown emergency weight. Like straight up emergency 911, call the cops. And emergency weight for those who are listening and don't know. It's yes. basically like where you hit. Like my emergency weight fluctuates between like 5 and 68 pounds. Yes. So it's basically where you look in the mirror and you 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 don't recognize who's staring back at you and you panic. And you just call 911. <laughs> You're like, I don't know that
1: person.
0: <laughs> so that's where I'm at. I mean, uh, nothing fits.
1: So what are you and Jeff doing? I know you do I, I know there's been a debate about hiring a personal trainer.
0: Well okay. versus a nutritionist. My thing is, so I had to quit doing like high intensity workouts because my hormones got all fucking crazy. What? Yeah, I got like, like adrenal fatigue, my cord is always through the roof. How the fuck did that happen? Um, basically when you get really stressed out or go through something traumatic. So after my dad, dad passed, I literally, my body, it was fine for like six months, and then my body just like went fucking nuts. Like I would Ugh. sweat. It was all this crazy stuff. I mean, it's it's really interesting, like the mind body connection so my doctor was like you can't do any like i used to do like soul cycle and like barry's boot camp and all this shit and i had to quit everything so for me i like to be physical even when i'm working out the most i'm still never gonna be a size two but at least i like feel like i've got i've got muscle yep and now i just feel like like the arms are just just full fucking turkey legs like i just everything about it I hate. heather
1: i'm yep. right there with you
0: i have no I, muscle left i have literally not worked out yeah i'm talking three to four years really okay but here's the thing if you haven't worked out three to four years i still like walk and shit if you just lightly started working out you would get fucking ripped you have a sick body dude i'm so
1: down i mean i don't normally want workout buddies because i feel like it makes me hate the person because i hate the working out therefore it's their fault right but i swear i would i will commit with you i will do something
0: let's get a trainer and (sighs) do it and then like like at a cool spot okay and then like it's a it's fun once you get a trainer you just kind of feel cooler you know what i mean okay can we do it like a couples trainer yes me and you yes For we, because we sort of are like i mean i'm much bigger than you but we have you're like, not no you're not but we have similar sort of body shapes absolutely. right? absolutely top heavy bigger yep. boobs yeah like good legs yep so then we just then he can like work us the same we can do the same shit i'm down i'm, I'm so down. fucking down and
1: then are we gonna incorporate some sort of a diet into this routine here's my deal i can't stop
0: drinking i know
1: i fucking can't i try taste cut me back to, like, I lie to my parents and say, like, oh, my God, I only drink, like, twice a week. Right. Which is ridiculous. Flip that. Right. I don't drink twice a week. It's normally, like, a Monday or a Tuesday.
0: But even that shit's hard. I know.
1: Like, yesterday, I got my iPhone. Yeah. I was in well, line. I, so I followed your journey.
0: I was stressed for you. Holy shit. Three hours I was in line. Three fucking hours. Can you explain to me how, how you, I don't line. even understand how you sign up for the iPhone. Because I need a new phone. I don't even want the new one. I just want the the the, the newer one. So, my, I had a 7, which I love. Loved. It had a yeah. home
1: button. I was... But that's
0: what I... I, oh, right. I have the eight. Oh, yeah. I it, don't want to change. I love it. <laughs>
1: that's how I felt. But it smashed into a million pieces yeah. on Saturday. And I was like... Because you got, were wasted. Because I was actually... Because I went to the bustle event that you were at. Yeah. And I was so like... Ugh, trying to get out of there that I, I kept falling. I fell three times at the bustle event. And then when I got to Gramercy Theater for Stassi's live t- podcast tour show, I was so excited to see them. I screamed and fell on the ground for the fourth time and smashed my phone into smithereens. So. Burned.
0: Did you have a stroke and you like didn't know? <laughs> I mean your face looks fine today but maybe you had a stroke and you had and you had no idea. No, I mean I probably did. Fucking I mean We'll get to tour
1: life in a little bit because I want to like compare notes. I mean, yours was like triple the amount of time we were on and we were dying. So I don't know. I don't even know how you're. It's wild. But so I was like, I have to get this phone. And when I went, they were like, there's literally no point in getting the 10. Why wouldn't you get? And they were like, here's what we're going to do. The 10 is like a Toyota. And I was like, well, Toyotas are okay. right? Actually, Toyotas stay with you for a long time. Yeah, but then they were like, but this one is like the Lexus. Oh, fuck, which is the nicer Toyota
0: that actually lasts 45 years. (laughs) And that you're
1: proud of yeah so I'm like everyone's been making fun of me in my seven phone and I feel like like I feel like I'm like the poor stinky kid in school right you know like I live by the dump right, right. So I'm like I need a fucking I need a phone that's gonna wow you know and does it wow you know what? It wows me negative. It is so bad, Heather. First of all, I miss my button. That's yeah. like it's like a warm hug on, a, on, yeah, a, on yeah. a cold day. Yeah. That's gone. Um, I don't know how to screenshot shit. Um, oh, this you're going to die over. The Instagram, the audio and the video for whatever reason are not synced up. So I look like I'm one of those dubbed movies on Netflix. I'm like fucking uh quicksand, which is one of my favorite dubbed Netflix movies. Go watch it. It's so good. But it's like, I like I'm speaking
0: English and like what's coming out is French. It's ridiculous and it's just because the app doesn't work on the new phone I don't fucking know okay then I'm gonna get the one I'm gonna get the Toyota yeah, right. I'm going to get the Camry tried and true I'm going to get the Camry and just wait it out to all the kinks that's the thing you never want you want never want to be the first person with the new product <laughs> you gotta know. let the kinks work out for about two or three months I'm never the person I, I always mock the people
1: in lines right. I was one of those people yesterday well you
0: just needed a phone period
1: exactly I would have never stood in the line for an 11 who gives a shit but it didn't make sense to go down when I was there with the brand new one anyway it was a fucking disaster I highly recommend against the
0: iPhone Which store did you go to?
1: The one in the Oculus for fucking get it. So I drank it was a Monday. I drank an entire bottle of Sunsare. Yeah, I had to. Hey, guys, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Scentbird. I love myself some Scentbird because I don't like trying on perfumes at the store because I feel like my face is going to blow out of my sinuses. And I also don't like spending a ton of money on something that I'm not sure if I like or not. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Semperd is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and yes, colognes. So Semperd has more than like 600 designer brands for you to choose from. I'm talking Gucci. I'm talking Versace. I'm talking all my friends that I'm terrified to buy a whole bottle of because I can't, quite frankly, afford that. Uh, but with Sempered I get to test out all my new fashionable friends and see which one I want to marry. So all you have to do is just pick the perfume that you want to try. And then Scentbird is going to send you a 30-day supply. It lasts me more than 30 days, but that's for damn sure. And if you love the scent, then you can just keep getting that scent through Scentbird subscription. Or, I mean, if you want to buy the whole thing, go for it. If you don't love the scent or you maybe want to try something new or jazz it up, they have so many more that you can choose from. I get to be one of those girls that's like, this is my work fragrance. This is my night out with friends fragrance. This is like my sultry, like, date night fragrance. Like, I have a fragrance for my mood. That's how I want to live my life. And now they have products from other categories like skincare, wellness, and makeup. They carry brands like Kapari, love Kapari, uh, Glam Glow, love that too, Glow Recipe, Tarte, and so many others. I mean, they are just really changing the game and I'm here for it. And right now there's an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You can get 30% off your first month today. That's only ten dollars for your first fragrance are you kidding me a month supply i'm telling you go to scentbird.com slash t-a-y-l-o-r and use my code t-a-y-l-o-r for 30 percent off your first month again that's scentbird s-c-e-n-t bird.com slash t-a-y-l-o-r taylor for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just ten dollars
0: sign on and smell amazing and now back to the podcast no, I don't blame you. I mean, I think that's the thing is when you get in your 30s, it's it's like, you know, you have emergency weight, but it's emergency wine. It's constantly <laughs> in your 20s, you were like, maybe did cocaine, but in your 30s, you're just like, I I mean, we've truly become those people that we never thought we'd be. It's yep. like, I want to put on a fucking stretchy pair of pants yep. and I want to drink rosé and I want to eat fucking chicken tenders and I want no one to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we get along so yeah. well. Okay, how's wedding planning going? You know it's going. Okay, so I'm going back to Italy in October to work on some shit. It's really wild. Like if I would tell anybody go, run, do not walk, get married somewhere other than the states because the wedding the wedding um world in in america what am i trying to say the, like the wedding business in yeah. america is so inflated it's insane in fact when we were at jackie's wedding her wedding planner mikey came up to me and he was like you're next can't wait to plan your wedding and i literally looked at him and i just go i can't afford you like i literally said straight up yeah no can't afford you i mean first of all that wedding was so insane it was insane it was gorgeous i've never
1: in my life seen a wedding so beautiful and when i was married to a rich man i saw a lot of good weddings and right. they still didn't even come close to this yeah. it was the most it was like we were in the
0: magical kingdom of Jackie. Yeah, you it, know? Was, it was so insane. I mean, oh, my the, the God. I mean, the custom monogrammed, like, linen um, oh. napkins for, like, 600 people was unbelievable. It was...
1: It was royalty. It, it really was. was.
0: It was so spectacular. So I'm doing the opposite of that <laughs> in Italy. But I will say you can have like an insane wedding in Europe that is, that. it's just, like, it was just, every time I got approached to do a wedding in the States, I was like, this is insane. I'm going to buy a house with this money. Exactly. Like for $500,000, I would buy a home. That's insane. My first wedding was $150,000. Isn't that insane? And it was split
1: between my parents, his parents, and the two of us. So it was like 50, 50, 50. My dad doesn't know that. Shh no one yeah. tell him he thought yeah. he paid 30 he yeah. did not Yeah. Um. but I knew somebody who got married who was very close to me $750,000 wedding it's like it's just it's I went to a million dollar wedding at the Waldorf one time right it's Bananas! It's insane. I know. So
0: Jackie's wedding was a million dollars easy. I, I,
1: I would, I would, I would say if I had, if I was a betting woman, I would say probably, yeah. And bless if you can afford it, bless till the do your thing. But I, I mean, girl, I'm looking at
0: like about an eleven thousand dollar budget for my next wedding. Listen, go to Italy. I'm telling you, I real. Yes, it's incredible because here's the thing: in Italy, you already have the backdrop there. Because a lot of the shit they do in the states is you got to go to a country club. We're members of country club, but then you got to uplight everything. Well, if you go to Italy and you're you're getting married at a gorgeous estate the place is already fucking beautiful uh, you don't need the same shit right so and honestly I wanted to cut the fat because I was like I got a lot of people now who are coming out of the woodworks that I haven't talked to since fucking college I'm like where you been Claire did you call me when my dad died no you're not coming to my fucking wedding <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> no shit so um, I'm going back in October to work on it but it's really interesting the only thing that's a downside to getting married in Europe is no wonder Italy's economy is in the, in the tanker and I can say that my family's from Italy uh-huh. but it's like nobody wants to work so no like shit. I went to this one restaurant that's near Near the the we're getting married in Tuscany and it's near the place that we're getting married and I was like oh my god this is the best black truffle like. Um, uh, gnocchi I've ever had Like I have to have you Come and do like A lunch for us uh, And the guy's like No how many people I'm like Well there'll be about 150 people Like do like a welcome lunch He's like "No, too many I'm tired And I'm like This is two years away <laughs> sir And he's like No I look at it a date I'll be taking a nap that day I'm like Even my wedding planner's like What the fuck dude You don't want to make money it's, it's like I can't give my money Away to people It's really wild So what, <laughs> what do you think It's going to be like I mean it's going to be awesome I, I have an amazing wedding planner Shout out to Joe Romanelli of um, Tuscan Weddings, but and is Joe in physically Italy? Oh, it's Jill, yeah, yeah, Jill. Jill. Jill's in Italy, yeah. So she's American, speaks Italian. No, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be gorgeous, but it's just wild. Like the little things that I'm trying, like we're trying to find another really great hotel for all my guests to stay in, and and like like the, the people just like don't want to <laughs> give you room blocks. I'm like, hey, I need 40 rooms for like 80 people. You're welcome. You're welcome. And they're like, we gave you five. Why so many? <laughs> You're like, because I'm going to rent out your hotel, sir. It's just wild. It's it's, But I, I, I find it really funny because it's like things that are out of my control. Oh, my God. I'm so excited.
1: You have so much going on. Okay. So we met. You were like, I'm doing the most.
0: I'm doing the most.
1: And the least. Yeah. <laughs> and you were, and you were, we were talking about this business making money how do we do it what's going on right. and then like snap of a finger on top of like having this wedding to plan your career is just exploding
0: it's really crazy I'm so grateful I'm so humbled I mean it's been really really cool but you know it's like finally okay you know everybody thinks so when they when they just find you on the internet I've been doing comedy for like 12 fucking years it's funny people be like oh you know Heather like oh you know Heather oh wow she
1: just like popped off and I'm like no she's been doing this for a very long time let's be very clear on right
0: that. It, but, but everybody just pops off you know everybody thinks so, like oh right. my god I just discovered who you are and you're like no I've actually been hustling and scraping and grinding for Ever. Yes. So it's really wild now to um to just kind of have like a seat at the table kind of. And I'm not even really there. It's like I'll I'll feel comfortable when I'm like booked on a show. I was gonna say, so what was your
1: like holy shit moment where you're like, whoa, this is literally happening? Um, I think
0: when I co-hosted the Today Show, that girl, was out of body. Girl,
1: girl, I was so fucking proud of you. I was so excited. I was shitting myself. I couldn't believe they so, asked me. Fuck I could. You were I I mean. I I, I see you definitely in a position like that
0: like in the very near future it was wild though because I'm like okay I'm a little bit more of a late night kind of gal I get it I get it you're like irreverent you're edgy you're off the cuff I get it I just was surprised that they allowed me on like the fourth hour you know Uh, and the whole time like as I was sitting there I'm like sitting there with you know the president's daughter like Jenna Bush Hager and I leaned over to her during the break I was like oh my god I just forgot your dad was a president and we, she was like (laughs) and it was just I was like I'm a fucking idiot put my foot in my mouth wait so how did the today show happen so okay so wild so maria shriver had talked about me because her her kids follow me so she talked about me when she was co-hosting with jenna hager but jenna bush hager and jenna was like who is this girl she was like all right well heather if you see this we'd love to have you on they brought me on as a guest so she and willie geist interviewed me and then they they were like you were a natural we'd love to have you back and co-host <sighs> I know I'm trying to get into co host with the Hoda. That would be like fucking insane. I would die for
1: that. You guys yeah. would have insane chemistry. I would hope. Because you're a little bit like Kathy Lee.
0: Yeah. And oh. that is a compliment. Oh, everyone has a season. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has a time yeah remember okay. when she would play her song yes! just all the time Yes, we're like kathy this we're talking about like aspca like dog adoption this <laughs> song is not relevant to the situation but and she would just come out with a glass of chardonnay and be everyone has a season <laughs> she was the only host who could plug her own single all the fucking time oh my god are you gonna come out with a single uh, why not? <laughs> you have to. Absolutely. You have quite the good singing voice. Oh, thank you. I'm down here. <laughs> I'm like an old crooner. I was gonna say. I have no range, but I could. I could do like. Um. I could be in like one of those Christmas like acapella groups. <laughs> you know, or just barbershop quartets. <laughs> I'm down here. Hey, baritone. <laughs> baritone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's time to talk about
1: one of our sponsors, Just Fab. I'm a Just Fab stan, and for very good reason. Trends are. Rapid right now, they go in and out, in and out, in and out, super quickly. And sometimes it's really hard to stay on trend and like totally not break the bank. But with Just Fab, it's completely attainable. They've got such great stuff. They turn it over all the time, and it's so freaking affordable. So recently, I ordered a bunch of things. First off, ugh, they have these amazing booties. They're called the Rosamund Block Heel Booty, and they are in pristine white, and they are so chic, and they go with everything. And You can wear white all year round now. They got rid of that rule that you can't wear white like after Labor Day or before Memorial Day. That thing, it's gone. Also, they have these organza sleeve tops. I have one in white and one in black. They're fun and they're super fashionable, but they're also like classic and chic. Oh, from my girl Stassi Schroeder's collection with Just Fab, there is this to die for sequin tie front dress. I wear like a shirt because I'm not like showing my legs. But if you got legs, girl, if you got stems, show Damn, and I like to wear it with like a legging underneath and an over knee boot, and then kind of like wear it almost like a kimono dress. Now, if you've never tried JustFab, I seriously recommend starting at the new Arrivals collection page, so you can actually see all the trending pieces. Just Fab also releases brand new styles, brand new collections, and prints every month. You're also gonna wanna take Just Fab's quick and easy 60 second style quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. It's kind of like working with your own personal stylist, where you can shop from over a thousand different styles. The JustFab site is very user-friendly, plus the checkout process, oh, is a breeze. And if you check out as a VIP, listen to this, you get 30 to 50% off retail pricing and free shipping on orders over $39. Plus, the best part is that there's no commitment to order on a regular basis. You can totally skip any month. Girlfriend, if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable trending pieces, then you gotta check out Just Fab. Get your first Just Fab style for as low as $10 as a VIP. Uh-huh, that's 75. Yeah, that's 75% off your first item with my special link. Just go to justfab.com slash taylor. Again, that's justfab.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. Also, don't forget about that free shipping on orders over $39, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. And make sure to enter your email address when you take that style quiz so you can receive exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet. So go to JustFab.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Terms and conditions do apply. And now, back to
0: the podcast. Okay, but your career's popping off too. Like, you're fucking doing it. Oh, girl. Where I we mean, we see each other at all the same events now. So, which is the best. Yes. I love it. And oh, you said something
1: in Instagram story on the way home from Claudia's speaking of single releases yeah. a toast to the balance, a yeah. toast to the good life. It's a bop. I fucking love that song. Love it. God, it's catchy as shit. Yeah. And you were on the way home from that and you said, um, I, here's why I love New York city because everybody's like in the same industry and overlaps a lot, but everybody's fucking down and genuinely supports each other. And 100%. I loved hearing you say that because I felt that, I mean, I've been feeling that for a while, but this is something brand new to like the podcasting community. I yeah. feel like, cause when I was at Sirius, trust me, I did not feel a whole lot of family love there. It was very competitive and radio is a really competitive industry, but for some reason,
0: podcasting is like kumbaya fucking yeah. And I love it. I just did somebody's show. It's serious, and I gotta be honest with you, it was a really weird vibe in serious. Do you remember who it was? Yeah. Oh, I did. Nikki Glaser's I show. I love Nikki. Nikki's another. Nikki's another one who. Nikki just, is blowing the fucks up. Well, she's been I, to me forever. I, I just think she's like a, an icon, but she's also so supportive. I was like, Nikki, you don't have to like throw me any kudos or bones, and she's so nice. Nikki's great. The difference about, but it was weird. Like the show that came in after us, they literally didn't even wait for us to like put take the headphones off. They were like pushing. I bet us out I could guess what show that was. It was. It was. Interesting. Interesting. But yeah. I mean, literally, I, I will say this. I lived in LA. I've done New York. And this is not I've moved back to New York now, but I lived in New York in my twenties. Yeah. The vibe in New York is everybody just wants to help each other out. Like I am not so nice. threatened about you coming on my show or me going on your show. It's like we're just gonna help each other out because right. the more the merrier. In LA, everybody is literally they I, I always say this it's the LA invite. Then nobody ever actually wants to hang out with you. And then they will stab you in the back and the neck at the same time. Do you know what
1: I mean? You know what's so interesting is I had a bunch of meetings out in LA that UTA set up. We had the same agency. I fucking love UTA. Shout out to them. They are so incredible. And I had a bunch of meetings in LA and I was like, they loved me. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to get like a show. Yeah. Crickets. Right. Then I did some interviews in New York and I was like, well, they fucking hated me. And Jamie would call and be like, they loved you. And I was like, for reals, though? I didn't really yeah. get those vibes. Right. But it's so crazy. And then the New York ones all fall through. They all fall through. I like go back. I mean, they the people. And the LA
0: ones that I thought they were just like <laughs> dying for me, nada. Oh, without a doubt that is the biggest thing in new york why you, you never know where you stand until you know where you stand but in la it's all fluff and bullshit why is it like that because everybody is so fucking hungry and thirsty and and they don't see the bigger picture la truly like i have friends that i don't even speak to anymore that are from la like i have a couple of my ride or dies but i have girls that were like i guess maybe we're similar types we don't speak anymore because it was like this weird ri- rivalry which i didn't see it that way right i literally didn't i was like at the end of the day we truly all have our own voice and yeah we'll see like I see girls at auditions that I know and I know like we're fighting for the same role but at the end of the day I'm like I'm gonna be on your show you're gonna come on mine like it's fine I'm a firm believer in social climbing and you can't get to the top of the social climbing thank you if you want
1: being nice to the people whose coattails you're riding thank you I
0: fully agree with you on that (laughs)
1: like are you fucking kidding me and it's like this industry is like it really is a roller coaster. It's up, it's down, it's up and down. So one day you might be down and your friend might be up and they'll help you and then like, you can help them when you're having that upswing. It's like, it's all about the love. I just don't fucking get it. Like, and that's the thing too is- But you're secure in who you are. Well- No. (laughs) You are. are. I'm secure in my depth of insecurity. I understand my insecurities, which I think, I guess, it takes a little bit of like self-confidence to admit your insecurities. Right. So, pat on the back to myself for that. But my only real L.A. friend, and I'm friends with the rest of the Vanderpump crew through Stassi, but it is Stassi, but our friendship blossomed here in New York City. So that almost makes us like New York City friends. Yes. And that shit runneth deep. Like, she's so fucking ride or die and so down to earth... So I guess in my mind, I'm like, oh, everyone's like Stassi and Bo, but that's not, they're the exception, not the rule.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I have friends who are like way more successful in the industry than me. And I, I had this one friend in particular, and it's like, we see each other and she sings my praises, but I'm like, I don't know if she actually genuinely even likes me. What do you think it is? You think that
1: she's like, because you, I mean, you, so you've been grinding forever. Yeah. And I was like, let's take a moment to just explain that to the audience in case they don't know. So how long have you been like in entertainment? would you say? Uh, I
0: mean, well, I've been doing stand-up since I was literally 16. Jesus. Yeah. Heather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. I've been acting since I was in like elementary, but, and I went to college, got a BFA in performing arts, and then I moved to New York. But I guess like in the industry, I moved to New York right after college. I was doing like stand up and Upright Citizens Brigade and comedy, so I mean, at least 10 years. Yep, and then um, you were in LA, then your dad got sick. Yeah, and then I moved back to Atlanta, but I've been booking shit here, you know, did voiceovers forever, I've been booking stuff on and off and like doing the comedy grind for literally 10 years. So when did you introduce Instagram into like the whole game? Um, I was won. Living in LA I think it was like 2013 When it really like w- Started to pop off Yep And I just started to do things That genuinely made me laugh I would go on these Horrific auditions I went on an audition And the breakdown said Morbidly obese but beautiful <laughs> And I went to the The audition And I looked at the women And it was like a gamut Of like fuller figure women Like I'm a 14 Like you know like, like body positive And literally half of us Were staring at each other And I was like Did you read the breakdown And they were like Yeah It said morbidly obese Whether you're morbidly obese Or not It was like This is is what we're fucking up against morbidly obese but that is pretty. like that's like the mom and what's yeah. eating gilbert grape that's like crane shit exactly and the women who were at this audition were a range of like fuller figured women normal and no sized american normal women. size american normal size american nobody was morbidly obese and i remember just going i can't fucking do this this yep. is I, i'm like this is insane yeah and doing comedy i just started doing characters and putting out my own shit and then it just kind of like took off and i'm just like grateful you know
1: when did you realize that like the instagram stuff was like really hitting i know Brittany Nine One One was like a big thing yeah um but when did it like I mean when were you like oh my god I'm getting these like celebrity followers so you mentioned that Maria Shriver's kids follow you who else was like a big person that follows you that you were like what
0: um honestly the day that Joanna Gaines started following me I was like (gasps) oh I'm done and also right here on for my couch this is a signed pick up that frame that frame right there that's a signed letter from Joanna Gaines oh my fucking god yeah Oh my yeah. God. Yep. Yeah. She wrote me a thing. I'm literally dead. Yep. Yeah. She wrote me a, a, a thank you note for talking about her on the Today Show and just how she's a big fan. Uh. Like, that's what I was like when I'm crossing those genres. Yes. It's one thing for like funny comedians to follow me because we all follow each other. But like, when a Joanna Gaines follows you, you're like, I'm transcendent. <laughs> <laughs> When you got into Instagram, was this like the end goal or not really? No, not at all. The, no, I mean, the end goal is to have my own show and, and to, to tour and do that. Yeah. Fine. Was Sorry. Was, no, that's my
1: my error on the question. How about this? Was the Instagram portion of it like, was it strategic? Were you like, I'm going to do this and it's going to lead to this? Or was it totally the most fucking random thing in the I world? I just
0: put up shit that made me laugh because it was cathartic. Yep. And then it really took off when I moved home after my dad passed. I was living at home with my mom and I'm like... Oh, Your like, mom,
1: what a great foil! Yeah, she's, oh my god, she's the put best. You guys together,
0: and and like I felt like I was out of the industry, even though everything was shooting in Atlanta and I was working on bit bit parts on shows here and there that were shooting there. Yeah, but I was like, fuck, I'm so out of the loop, and I had a lot of self loathing and I felt shitty about myself, and I was like, I'm just gonna really start putting stuff up on Instagram, truly as a cathartic moment to make myself giggle. Therapy, and then it just like took off. Oh my god! So it really, I mean, I once I saw like how it was taking off, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep up with it, but it wasn't truly like strategic.
1: What do you think it is? now like looking back like what what is it that you think hits with so many people or what do people even tell you I'm sure they do
0: Um, I think well one I th- I think I have a very strong like southern perspective as well because very. I think there's uh, such a misunderstanding about like southern culture and, and and everybody portrays southerners as fucking idiot rednecks and I want to change that narrative for smart southern progressive women yes and I think I get away with saying a lot of things that people are thinking but they don't necessarily have the balls to say it but I say it in a non-cunty like joyful way you yes. know <laughs> <laughs> you know so
1: we'll talk about so everyone really uh loves the turtle thing yeah. you the straws the turtles that's yeah. a big thing
0: yeah. yeah okay what else are like the top things that people that resonate with people well i you know okay so Stasi and i could fight about this stassi thinks that she brought the aperol spritz to the state she, she did not she does <laughs> she does and does she does Aperol pay her be honest I really don't think so I really don't I think I would know you could you've got to connect us because I will literally 100% everybody sends me spritz no matter where I go because I felt like I brought it to the states years ago but that's fine if Stassi wants to take this but literally Aperol will pay no one and I'm like fucking over it I'm like listen (laughs) wait is it time for a new drink it's got to be white claw if you hear this white claw send me a case you're gonna have to go up against Stassi on that one again too (laughs) fuck she do is she doing white claw she loves
1: white claw damn it (laughs) let's Let's like have a meeting of the mind so you guys can just like do this shit together. Yeah, we might as well. Seriously. Okay, so, I mean, are we still about the
0: the paper straws? Heather, we got to talk
1: about this. No, here's the thing.
0: (laughs) I'm more of a metal straw. You know what it is? I'm with you. I'll do a metal straw, but if you don't, once you start drinking out of a metal straw, It just, everything tastes so much colder. So it's really, like, your iced coffee is just that much more refreshing. Mm. So I just actually like the metal straw. Okay. My big thing now, though... Paper straws, though? Are you here for those? No, I hate paper straws. They're fucking terrible. Yeah, they're really bad. I mean beyond i would just rather drink everything out of a wine glass i'd rather drink like pellegrino out of a wine glass anything and everything orange juice out of a wine glass just don't give me anything that needs a lid i don't like lids i know really that's truly it that's true okay and then let's talk about yeah. your tour i mean this tour so fucking amazing. You yeah. were just out for how many shows? We did 12 shows in eight days, and that was just like the first leg of the tour. So, we're adding, we're about to announce 20 more show dates through the end of the year, and then we're lining everything up for 2020. So, if we don't come to your city this year, don't worry. It's on the books. We just can't announce it till the, till like right before Christmas.
1: And the show is a one woman show.
0: Yeah. I mean, so I come from a stand up background and like improv background. So, it's like a mixture of my characters, it's a mixture, it's a lot of stand up, it's crowd interaction because of what's cool about like what Instagram gave me was I had the ability to interact with my audience yes. that's why I love Instagram Twitter for me I'm trying to learn Twitter I mean, I'm so behind the time on Twitter but it, like Instagram, I can send somebody a video right back and be like, what? You know, I just love that interaction. Yeah. So we do like QA, but it's it's really like, it's a lot of just like storytelling. And that's kind of like my style of um a stand up, anyways. Yeah. So it's interactive, it's fun, but it's like a 90 minute, two hour show. That's so crazy. Yeah. Cole, you're so I fucking lo- talented. No, but I love performing. You have to realize, like, for me, it is so awesome to take what I do on Instagram and then translate it out on the stage and get to meet people. That's what I fucking love to do. So I, I, I it, it, this, like, last tour nearly broke me but i was like well it's because you it. were scheduled like crazy so yeah, it was nuts. you did what 12 shows in eight
1: days yeah what did you do with stassi literally girl i don't i can't even fathom that no, so stassi's not. tour is broken up into legs so i think we are so what they did is and, and i'm like learning as i go about this whole tour industry oh it's nuts it's crazy and there's such like a formula and the method to the madness right. of it all and like there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen Yeah. but basically it's like when they sit you down they're like hey we're gonna do a test tour, which is like four shows, right? Right. And then the the name of the game is, sell that shit out, we're gonna make it like, doable to sell it out, and then we'll start adding the shows. Right. So when I first met with UTA, and I met with Joe, shout out to Joe, we fucking love you, and by the way, Joe has a girlfriend thanks to you. Yeah, he does, he does. (laughs) But, he was like, telling me about basically, the, what are they called? Like, the, Barriers I had to like, like, surpass to get right. to the next level. And I was honest. I was like, I don't know if I can do it between my social numbers. I just don't know if that's gonna happen. And I don't wanna do it unless I'm gonna win. Right. So I was like, listen, I know Stanley has a tour. I totally pitched the shit out of myself. Right. And I was like, I don't wanna step on toes. I never, ever, ever wanna be that person in her life. Cause you know what? There's enough people that do that to her. I, I don't need to be one of those people. Right. But I said, I know that she's gonna want people on tour with her. So if she's looking, I will make myself available because I thought she might not even realize it because I have a daily radio show. She might be like, well, she can't travel, but right. like, luckily... I have a rotation of co-hosts that is like amazing enough and hardworking enough that they'll like hold the fort down while I'm gone. And so she was like, when I told her, she was like, my ears just went from my shoulders, like back, or my my shoulders just went from my ears, like back down yeah. again. Because she said she was so like, what is this going to look like? Right. And so it was, it's such an amazing opportunity to get to work with her and everybody in the whole yeah. team and get to see like how this production's done. But like the way that they split it up was four for the first show. And then it's like, we're like, and then we pick back up October 2nd in Nashville and then it's like four shows straight I think the most we do straight is five
0: shows and we're like on a week off a week on a week off a week on a week off a week that's, a week, yeah, a that's week. what we're now doing but now are you doing are you ever sitting down and doing like two nights in one city no we have yeah. yet to do that but I can see that in the potential future you know I mean we'll see so that's her- easy though that's ideal because you go and you do like a weekend in Nashville at Zanies like that's shout out to Zanies the best club in the world Well, I love Zanies in Nashville yeah, they're the best Hey guys, it's time
1: to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Honey. So have you ever bought something online and then you found out that you could have gotten it for less? (laughs) It's the worst feeling in the world. And let's be honest, once you realize you bought something and it could have gotten it for less, you feel like you're overpaying every time you shop. Luckily, I've got Honey, okay? It's a free browser extension that saves you time and money when shopping online. Honey scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts. Then, like magic, it automatically applies the one with the biggest savings in your cart at checkout. It really is like a wizard at your fingertips. It knows about every coupon code, sale, or discount at over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Macy's, Domino's, Sephora, Target. I mean, just like across the board. I recently was shopping on J.Crew, and of course, I'm a user of Honey, and I saved 30% off my entire purchase. Oh, it felt so good. Honey has found its 10 million users over a billion dollars in savings, and you know what? It's time that you are one of those people. Listen, there's like no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and it installs your computer in just two clicks and you get Honey for free at joinhoney.com/taylor. Again, that's join j o i n honey.com/t a y l o r. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're a million times welcome. And now back to the podcast. You know what? So I have a I have some like pro questions for you. Yeah. So now we're going to be playing theaters versus actually like stand up. Like right. So we, the last show we did was in New York was Gramercy Theater, and it felt theatery. Like I was like, whoa yeah
0: we're not like in the beast
1: of the belly like we're above and i liked it for some reasons but i also missed kind of the audience being able to be like right there like you could just so it's so funny we just
0: we because we had the same agent we just had a discussion about this yesterday comparing like y'all's notes and like my notes yeah so i love comedy clubs because to me what i do i like i like seeing people i like being able to pull a french fry off your plate comedy clubs are where i come from it's like feels like home it's like being back in the womb yep Theaters, though, obviously, you can play to way more people. Right. But theaters, I mean, you do have to, like, you, the show changes a bit. Like, theaters are obviously the way you want to go and the way you want to grow. Yes. But it, it's not as intimate. Like, what I realized when I was at
1: Gramercy, because I because I, I go out there first. So I come back, and there's, like, a little break where I can kind of, like, kiki with them. Yeah. And I said to Stasi, okay, so when you go out there... The, like at all the other shows when the audience yells you can have a convo back and forth because yeah. everyone can hear not the case here yeah. so like if somebody screams at you you can say it but you gotta make sure to repeat it yeah. and then bring the audience in on it and then you can kind of talk but like it can't be back and forth back and forth because there was a lot of back and forth in Boston it was at yeah. um, City Winery uh, DC was also City Winery loved the DC crowd loved yeah. the, like everything but it's funny too because it's like different clubs it's like well why did that club feel different than this club because the acoustics are better yeah. it's like these small things that as a performer and the audience would never notice a difference. Yeah, it's just we notice on stage those subtle things that make it feel like it was like a fucking hundred and ten percent
0: or like a ninety. But see, here's the thing: this means you still give a shit. And I'll tell you what: I was so nervous going out on my first tour by myself because yes. I've always done like troupe improv or you go out on the road with other comics. And I literally was like, okay, I'm headlining this, and I and I was. And I'm, this is my only like humble brag, like name drop. My buddy, Jonathan Van Ness. I literally was like, Jonathan, yes. I'm so nervous. He's like, Heather, you got this. He's like, the fact that you're still nervous as a performer means you still give a shit. Yep. The day that you don't get nervous anymore means you don't give a fuck anymore. True. So, true. and I was like, wow, I was like, that's a really great point um don't fall yeah no we're losing our our recorder (laughs) recorder um but and and that's when i had that moment i was like oh shit that's right it's because you're excited you want to do well and i would come off stage and beat myself up like i did a show in um uh, lake park west palm and my show's almost two hours long i had to cut the show to almost an hour because the fucking crowd was so goddamn wasted what oh fucking shit really yeah so and i kind of had this moment in like the bar and i'm learning about like different venues where like the bar is in the theater yeah it's one thing the bar like you have to go out the doors to go refill your drink and come back in because it keeps the theater a safe space where that's like that's where you're performing and you i don't have to hear people being like karen six white claws you know what i mean (laughs) so i had a show at this theater in in like west palm and it just i mean and of course, the audience didn't know any difference, but I, and as a performer, I left the stage and wanted to like cry because I was like, that was the hardest thing trying to get through to these people who were so fucking wasted. We had a show like that in Philly, and what happened was there was a
1: girl, and you know who you are, girl, and yeah. she was heckling. She was drunk and heckling, and you know what? I get it. You're excited. You want to be part of the show, but like- it's so distracting to, yeah. the, to the performers and you know I have had a little experience like with this and heckling just from like going out on the road with my uh, former co-host Kenny but I mean I came backstage and I was like "Stoss, there's a woman in the front if you can move away from her that's your best bet during your monologue like go stand in front of the speaker that's what I did because then all you can hear is the feedback of yourself yeah. and it will drown her out but she's gonna reach at you and also the stage was just so in Philly that like they could literally well, a girl tried to climb on stage but you know what I'm saying
0: it's oh like- I had people just walk up to the stage wasted. <laughs> I literally, at the end of my set, I'm doing like, I i am doing this heartfelt moment, right? And this woman who just fucking walks to the front of the stage and is standing there. And I go, I'm like, are you good, ma'am? You need help? <laughs> You're looking for the bathroom. And of course, like it killed. But I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yes, it's crazy. The, the weird thing is, is this is what I'm learning too, is because, all right, I'm sure with the heckling too. I, I could handle a negative heckler all fucking day long because that you can roast them you can go back and forth right it's these positive hecklers where they don't understand they're at a show where you put on a performance and they just yell things out like where's your mom Italian stallion <laughs> and I literally look at these people and I want to go shut the fuck up Karen I'm doing a goddamn Karen set here Karen from finance what yeah. the fuck sit down I yeah. know but th- but thanks for the love but thanks for the love but you're just like hey time and place I uh, wait till we get to the Q&A or the audience interaction and then you can fucking scream thin anger at me all goddamn day long. (laughs) It really is crazy, though. I was so excited to compare notes because, like, that's the thing too. Is
1: so Boston, we were also nervous because it was the first show. But then the nerves subside. But they, they, they will eke up on you, like at least at the very least, like that five minutes before you go on stage. Are you yeah. like, are you at a point now where you're not nervous after doing oh, that many no, shows no, no, in a row? No, no. Every single show, no, right? No, I.
0: Well, I get, I. <sighs> this is really weird. So right before I perform, I get really cold and I get really tired and sleepy. Really? And like, yeah, my producer Chris would look at me and he's like, "Are you okay?" Because he knew, like, my ba- basically what my body does because my show's very high energy. Yeah. I shut down and I get really cold and chilly and I just start yawning and you'd think I like just caught the flu and then I walk out on stage and it's just like my body it's like my body knows what's about to happen so it, it like slows down and shuts down to preserve all the, the energy and then I get this huge rush of adrenaline and I'm out on stage and I just fucking like crush it for two hours that's
1: fucking crazy but it's
0: really weird to see like I've I've watched myself do this for the last like two years when I, right before I perform and it's the most bizarre thing like people usually are like jumping up and down backstage and I just get really quiet and cold and I'm like God is it chilly in here to y'all and then I go out there and I just sweat through my entire outfit <laughs> like literally I get off the stage and Chris is like we gotta figure out a new costume because you're wet okay well I, okay. when are you gonna be like in this area because I'm coming to your next show so I'm doing a show in um, I'm, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to now, this is whatever fuck it we're doing a show at Borgata and we're doing <gasps> a sh- yeah and we're doing <gasps> a show in um, on Long Island and then I'll be doing New York City next year okay so you'll
1: have to come to you know Jersey or fuck yeah girl yeah, I might awesome. be I might be an official Jersey girl by then
0: oh fuck yeah oh fuck yeah come to Atlantic City I'll drive my Jeep Wrangler like a true lesbo down there for you I would expect (laughs) nothing less (laughs) also literally I had a moment like um uh the other night where I literally my hair was slicked back and I had this new gold chain don't ask me why I'm just like going through a power lesbian phase and Jeff was like you look like the like the 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 um fucking midfielder for the (laughs) U.S. women's soccer team what's her name Megan yeah um, oh fuck! I don't know her last name. Yeah, she's amazing, and and we bow so, down. Per, Megan, purple hair. Yeah. And yep. Jeff was like, "You literally look like you'd be on the U.S. Women's Soccer team." I was like, "Honestly, I'm gonna see Taylor in two days. I'm gonna ask her what she thinks about my power lesbian look. I'm so proud. Thank you. You represent us so oh, so
1: well. Thank you. Thank you." And then, of course, guys, um, you have a podcast with Dear Media. Yeah, girl, we're like we're like sisters. We're sisters, and you're gonna come on mine. Fuck yes. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this one up right now. Heather, thank you for joining me so thank much thank you for having me. You're I adore the you. fucking best. I adore you. You guys follow Heather follow Heather on social media. I mean, you already do probably at Heather K McMahon. And then, of course,
0: listen to her podcast with Dear Media. Yes. So good. It comes out every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday. Yep. It's called Absolutely Not. Yep. And you can call into the hotline if you have something you want to bitch about because it's a safe space. Love you, mean it. Okay, so we're going to go over to your podcast now. Yep. Thank you guys.
1: It's going to be airing a week from like, like next Wednesday. Yep. Yeah.
0: Stay tuned. I'll post on Instagram.
1: Um, You guys love you. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We'll be back next week with another great podcast. You guys make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye girl, bye.